You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. All right, Al, hit it. Yee-haw! Welcome, everybody. This is Dave's Corner Garage. My name is Alan Gelman, and I'm uh, up at the shop here on a Thursday afternoon, but it's really Saturday, or we're pretending it's Saturday. We've got Brian Max with us. Brian, how you doing? I'm doing great, Al. And uh, like like you, I'm at my desk when I should be on a plane or driving some kind of exotic car in California. Exactly. It's a story of your life. I mean, every time there's a Facebook post from Brian Max, it's like, oh, my God, how does he get to drive a car like that, eh? Mr. Lamborghini. <laughs> Mr. Lamborghini yeah. is right. Mr. Lamborghini, sure. No, all you have to do is ask nice and uh, not wreck the cars. Uh, and, oh, didn't you actually say that, that your invite was canceled from one or two people? Well, that 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 might have had that might have had to do with a little bit of a virus situation more than anything else. Oh, okay. I thought it was a little like scratch or something even worse. All right. Well, on today's show, we've got Samit Kapoor from Young Steel's Ford. Um, we've got Andy Papadakakis from Lease Busters going to be with us, and we've got Phil Downs from Yorkville Exotic uh, Car Club Car Show. And today's going to be about changes and adaptation, and we're going to get to that after the break. Uh, Samit Kapoor is going to talk about touch-free car buying, and Andy Kapitakakis is going to talk about how, you know, because of the COVID virus we're in right now, a lot of people have cars they don't need, um, looking for cars for a short term, so we're going to get into that. And, of course, the Yorkville Car Club, which is normally put down, you know, every sa- on the Saturday and they put a red carpet down. It goes from Bay over to somewhere. Um, they can't do it <laughs> live. So they're going to do it virtually. So uh, after the break, we're going to get call. We're going to call Summit Kapoor up at Young Steel's Ford and see what's going on up there. And this also is- just to say, well, you just, just slow down. I was really appreciative of the intro. There. That was good. Use some big words. I like that. <laughs> and don't forget, too, guys, uh, we're going to announce later on in the hour the uh, winner for the CAA Plus membership. And uh, we'll have some other things to tell you about, as well as uh, how you can go to dayscornergarage.com and enter for next week's contest, which is the same price, CAA Plus. And we're going to have Mr. Brian Max, secretly known as Secret Agent Man, to take us out. Up to you, Max. You're listening to Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back with Sumit Kapoor from Young Steel's Ford right after this. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. And don't forget that later on this hour, we're going to be announced the winner of the CAA Plus membership. And uh, on virtual studios to that side is Alan Gelman. And to that side is Brian Max. And right in the middle, we have a guest. Al, over to you. And his name, of course, is Samit Kapoor. He's the sales manager up at Young Steel's Ford. First off, I want to take off my hat to, you know, Ford and, of course, your dealership because you've been offering the Ford's first responders program and apparently it's going well. Kapoor? Yes, sir. That's, that's going really, really, really well. Who, who is entitled to take advantage of this? Uh, all the people who are, you know, who are related with the first responder programs, for example, medical services, firefighters, uh, Ontario Provincial Police, all those guys, even the Canadian Armed Forces, they're associated with the first responders programs. 
So not a pizza delivery guy. No, 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 definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> well, he could say, well, I deliver pizza to the hospital. Can I get a break on my car? Uh, if you were able to get your hands on somebody's ID card, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, nonetheless, I understand Ford is still offering 0% financing anyways, correct? Yes, they brought it back. Uh, in last month, they used the 0% for F-150s. This month, they went uh, across the board. So 90% of Ford models, SUVs and uh, the trucks, they have 0%. All right. So that's a good opportunity for people to take advantage of it. And uh, do they have to put money down or do they get free payments or how does it work? No, no. They've taken away that uh, the different payment system, the three-month payment uh, rebate, which was in the previous month. Right. Now, across the board, you have 0% and you have uh, manufacturer's rebates. You have discounts huh. on them. All right. Well, so we were talking about COVID and, and I got to tell you, you know, I've been open as a uh, an essential service all along and and. and I don't know if you've seen it, but I certainly have where you have some people who are very nonchalant, but you have other people who are so crazy about this and they really are afraid to, to, to come into personal contact at all. Now you guys offer a touchless or a no contact way of buying a car, correct? Yes, that's correct. And how, maybe you could run through it quickly. How does someone go about doing that? So we have a specific page on our website, uh, which relates to online buying experience. You go there, you drop in a query. Somebody from our sales team will uh, give you a call back, discuss your options, discuss your trade. Once everything is narrowed down and uh, we pick a vehicle, we narrow down to one specific unit which you like and you want to buy. We do the calculations, we do the numbers. If customer says, yes, I'm fine with the numbers, we pass on the file to the business office. They do a verbal credit application approval over the phone. They submit the applications. Once it is approved, then we sign all the paperwork online. There's uh, there's e-paperwork that Ford uh, enabled recently. Customers right. can sign paperwork while sitting at their home. It gets mm -hmm. delivered to us electronically. We finalize everything. If there is any due on delivery amount or let's say customer decides to put some money down, he can mm -hmm. pay that money to us uh, via credit card over the phone. Right. Licensing is done. Everything is done. Paperwork is signed. Now comes the delivery. So one of our reps, We'll take the required paperwork that we need to hand over to the client. We'll drive mm -hmm. the vehicle to customer's house. We'll deliver it to them, completely sanitized, and hand over the paperwork to them in an envelope. They don't have to sign anything. They don't have to do anything. They just take the delivery of the new vehicle and give give away the keys for the trade-in, if there is any. And we drive the trade-in back. Well, you know, we got Brian Max on the phone, and he likes to drive hot cars. Brian, <laughs> have, have, I mean, not stolen ones. I'm talking about high-performance ones. I, I, I think this is amazing to me. And, and to be honest, that's how I think I've purchased my last three cars is completely um, sort of, you know, without having to go into the dealership and, and sign anything and, and all that stuff. Um, but thankfully, I'm, I know what I'm looking for when it comes to buying a car. So how are you able to help customers through that process when they're shopping for a new car these days? That is difficult. If somebody is shopping for a new car, they would ask, the first question that comes to mind is, how am I going to do the test drive? Now, for the test drive, yes, if they're very close to our dealership, one of our reps can take the car to their home and they can test drive the car. But otherwise, if they live really far and they really want to test drive the car, they have to come to us. For example, if somebody is driving an F-150 from last, let's say, seven, eight years, he knows what F-150 is, what engine options are, what options are. 
So he knows and he calls us back. I'm driving a 5-liter V8. Get me into another 5-liter V8. I don't need a test drive. It's an easy, easy job. But if somebody's buying an F-150 for the first time, yes, they want to drive the 3.5 engine. They want to drive the 2.7 or maybe 5. So that's, that's the difficulty we are facing. A lot of the factories have been closed down due to COVID. Um, is there enough inventory? Uh, it was. So Ford was uh, not manufacturing anything in last month and a half. Mm-hmm. And we were down to like 40, 45 F-150s in the month of May. Mm-hmm. In June, we've started receiving small shipments from Ford. We recently received six trucks. Hopefully, keeping my fingers crossed, we'll get more units. But we are a store which is known to have uh, at least 400 to 700 trucks at any given time in stock. And if we are down to 45, it's very tough for us to be number one again. People will be arm wrestling you. Yeah, the, the problem is, uh, whatsoever is left in inventory, customers are fighting for that unit. I, I was in a case, I, I faced the situation when two of the sales guys, they sold the same unit at the same time. <laughs> now, what do you do in that case? Who do you give preference to? I think you set up a mud wrestling ring, okay? <laughs> and then you you have two bat, two guys battle it out. You know, you put on, yep. oh, oh, sorry, you can't. Oh, maybe if you wore a mask, they would allow that. <laughs> and somebody, if I can just jump in for a second, we had an email that came in. Maybe you can answer it. Somebody yeah. said uh, they went on your website and they were yeah. looking at getting an F-150. And yeah. they wanted to know roughly how long would they have to wait to get a, to get a vehicle like that? So the orders that we placed in the month of uh, Feb, March, and uh, beginning of April, Ford is going to prioritize those orders first before you, before they start manufacturing the new orders. So if I, if a customer walks in and they place a brand new order on an F-150 they want to buy, they might have to wait somewhere between two to three months. Oh, because okay. yeah, because Ford is trying to clear the backlog right now. Mm-hmm. And then they'll focus on the new orders which are coming in. But I guess if it's somebody, for example, who's using it as a work vehicle, he's not going to yeah. be quite as fussy about the type of upholstery necessarily, you know, or the color, things like that. So they would be a little bit more adaptable, would they not? Yes. Generally, when people come in to buy an F-150, they are very picky about the colors that I want black. Or oh, black. really? These days, if you ask them color, they'll tell you any color. Just get me a unit because they've done their research. They've called 10 dealers and nobody has stock. Now, apparently, has the stock. Mustangs are selling as quickly as well, correct? Yes, this is Mustang season. Diesel dealers are fighting amongst each other to trade inventory on Mustangs. I took three Mustangs from a different dealership and they wanted F-150s back on trade. And I uh, sold those Mustangs and I delivered those Mustangs. Oh, you wash my hand, I wash yours kind of thing, eh? Exactly. You help me out, I help you out. That's great. And, and people, I understand, are not necessarily buying cars with all the bells and whistles anymore. A lot of people are looking for more basic transportation. What, why is that? Because of the budget. A lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of people have taken salary cuts. Mm-hmm. So if you were driving a luxury F-150, this time you might want to step down and downgrade yourself to something which has more basic features. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can give up leather, you can give up sunroof. You can keep the heated seats, but you can give up a lot of luxuries like LED lights and all those things. You can switch down from a Lariat to an XLT level. Even if you're able to save $50, $70 bi-weekly, that's like $150 a month which is big saving. Yeah, especially if you don't have a whole lot of money come in. Go ahead, Brian, sorry. 
and, and I was going to say, I mean, that, that XLT is not a bad truck. I've recently driven one and I mean, it's, it's not like, it's not like it's a, it's a, it's a bad truck to drive. It's still a lovely truck to drive. Oh yes. It's, it's a good option. It's, it's still amongst the highest selling trim levels of F-150. So in other <laughs> words, it's not going to leave a lot to be desired. I mean, you're going to have almost everything there except for some fancy trim stuff. Exactly. Exactly. It, and this, it, it's all about money saved as money earned these days. It's it's tough. It's tough. All right, Samir, so if people want to save money and they're going to come to Young Steel's Ford, where are you and what's the phone number? 7120 Young Street, phone number 905-889-7343. Or you can drop uh, a query online in our online chat box. It comes straight to all the managers. And we can oh. connect them. Uh, we can connect, uh, you know, uh, directly with the sales team or any one of the managers on the floor. Summit, you want to give it uh, your website once again for people who want to look at the inventory and maybe start buying online? That's YSFL.ca. All right. Well, next time we talk to you, next time we talk to you, by the time Alan and Brian are all get together again, you may be the vice president of the company. You never know. (laughs) All right, buddy. I'm happy being the sales manager. Uh, Enough enough on my plate. (laughs) All right. Have a great weekend. You too. Thank you. All sir. right. Thank you. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back and we'll be talking about how uh, people are shifting how they do their their leases, which is another impact on on the really the, the quality and the number of cars that are or aren't available on the market. You're with Dave's Corner Garage with Brian Max, our guest host, along with Alan Gelman, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. And don't forget, later on this hour, we're going to announce the winner of the CAA Plus membership, and it could be you. So, really? Uh, well, it can't, it can't be you. No, it can't be you. because Nobody you affiliated win. to this show can win the prize. You get That's way right. too no, much. None of, us, none of us on the air can win this. That's true. And joining us, that strange voice, is uh, Brian Max, who doesn't have any god-awful para jokes like our good buddy Dave, who we gave the weekend off. So you guys got a bunch of emails to get to from listeners. So mm-hmm. Darren from Oshawa wants to know yes. about something. His mechanic called him, said his engine threw a rod. Now I've seen that on a race engine of a race car that I was driving and uh, it ended my race early, but what does it really mean? And, and how does this sort of thing happen? How do you throw a rod? Well, you know, generally speaking, um, most things on a car, whether it's the engine or the tranny or the, the wheels or bearings or tires, you know, there are symptoms. There are noises that these things make before they finally melt down. Now, throwing a rod is the end of the story. That's like the bullet through the engine and it comes to a stop really quick. So my guess would be that perhaps Darren, um, and I don't want to point a finger here because maybe it wasn't his fault, but it could have been that. Darren's going, yeah, I know I need an oil change. And yeah, I know I see the light flashing, but I'm going to wait another few days before I do that. Generally, what happens is this. An engine will run out of oil pressure, maybe because of lack of oil or maybe just because the bearings are too far gone. And then at one point, the rod, what he's talking about is the connecting rod. So it's the piece of metal that goes from the piston to the crankshaft, and it transfers that up and down motion from the piston to the crankshaft. And that's what throwing a rod is. And when they're really bad, like maybe when you when you mentioned it, Brian, like a lot of times it's just the engine quits, right? And then you turn and try to start it and it goes clunk maybe or not at all. But but if you do it, especially maybe on an aluminum block, that would be a lot easier. It, I, you could actually see where it's come right out the side of the block 
or sometimes it's driven right through the bottom of the pan. You ever see one of those? Oh, I have. The, the last time this happened to me, I was actually leading the race. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, the, the engine just goes flat. I pulled off, and then we tow the car back to the pits. And we look, and the uh, the block, it was a four-cylinder. Mm-hmm. The block had probably a, a two-inch square hole. <laughs> now, do you have any idea why it went? Was Did you guys do a post-mortem on it? or I. No, you know what? Because it's a race car, we kind of we just don't bother, and we put another engine in. Um, and so you I don't, don't want to you don't want to admit to missing a shift, right? Eh? Uh, well, I, I, <laughs> there that might have been involved. I do recall spinning that engine to about eleven thousand RPM once before I blew it up. <laughs> Whoa, which is about four thousand more than it really wanted to go. <laughs> I remember. I remember, yeah, dro- I, yeah. I remember dropping a clutch one time on a truck that I used to own. That was fun. You remember the smell, Steve? Oh, it was uh, it was like a, a a moose gum bad, really bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's something you can't miss. And when you do mm. smell it, you know what it is. Mm, All right, yes. here's a great question. You know, Brian has, you know, has uh, he was on Facebook. He has his own pages, and he's always lamenting about the fact that there's not a lot of standard shift cars around anymore. Well, Clarissa from Hamilton wants to know. Uh, you know, I can almost guess what his answer is going to be. I guess. But she wants to know, is it better to have a standard car or an automatic car? Brian, you can answer that one. Well, you know, my, my immediate response is, you know, comes from that enthusiast perspective. I love driving a manual transmission. And uh, here in my house, we've got a manual and we've got an automatic and for different reasons. But for me, I love manual transmissions because it forces you to pay attention. You can't be distracted. You can't be looking at your phone. You have to put all that stuff away. And it's a, it's a, a great way to stay engaged with the most important job you're doing, which is driving. On the other hand, today's automatics are so good and so efficient and they shift so smoothly that there's, there's no longer that efficiency break that you'd get with a, a standard transmission. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you think, Al? Well, first of all, you know, in the old days, you know, the first transmit, first automatics that came out were only two speeds, right? And, and then they came up to three speeds. So that was where this efficiency, you know, dropped out or the power anyways. But now you have transmissions that are six, seven and eight speeds, eh? Uh, and some uh, tens. I drove a 10 speed automatic recently. Now, normally I haven't a lot of I haven't played a lot with these, but, you know, for a while there, they were putting paddle shifters on a bunch of cars. Did you did you like those or didn't really care for them? Uh, and that's that's an interesting um, feature because cars not only do they, you can you know you can control a manual transmission or an automatic transmission, pardon me, with the shifters, but you can change the driving program if you will or a, a driving mode. You can make it more sporting where you don't necessarily need to use the paddle shifters. I think where paddle shifters come into play is if you know you're 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 on a curvy hilly road and you want to hold the gear it's mm-hmm. easier to you know pull the paddle and and hold the gear that way but for the most part i mean all these modern cars that i'm fortunate enough to test all the time they work so well that i i tend not to use the paddle shifters on my own i miss well, my- the uh, i i missed al i'm going to interject for a second i miss the, the manual at times because it just gives you something to do and it's it's like when you're going up some of the hills like especially if you go up avenue road towards st Clair, that's the time when you say you know what an automatic transmission would be okay but sometimes the manual just gives you a feel like you're actually driving a car oh like so you mean when your phone rings and it's dave and you're going uh uh, uh, I got to pick up the call because if I ignore him, I'm going to get in trouble later. No, I usually put it on mute. 
<laughs> or an ignore. But yeah. okay, bottom line is here's here's where I come in. Being the the mechanical end of guy, mechanical guy, um, where where I, I I'm not crazy about standard shifts is that. Uh, they cost so much money to fix nowadays. You know, in the old days, when you had a rear-wheel drive car, you could pull a tranny out in, in an hour or so and throw a new clutch in it and throw it back together. And it was in and out the same afternoon. Um, and and who knows, maybe the cost of it then was maybe three or $400. But now, you know, because these cars are front-wheel drive or four-wheel drive, to yank a standard tranny and put a clutch in it, and you've got fancy, I forgot what they call it, like a multi-disc, uh, you know, clutches, um, they've got these fancy flywheels now that you can't just machine or sand. You have to change them. I learned the hard way on a Jetta once. Um, so you could be looking at, you know, between fifteen and $2,000 just to change the clutch in one of these. So that's where, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of them. And, 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 the, and like you say, Brian, you don't have the option. It's like Steve was saying, well, sometimes I like to shift and sometimes I like to talk. So, don't talk like that. You just make me sound like I'm, the, <laughs> make him sound like I'm, the, I'm in the Sopranos, for God's sakes. Yeah. Okay, I think we're finished with the emails with you two jokers, you know? Uh, yeah. Besides, yeah. an important guy like you, you'd have a driver. You wouldn't be driving the car yourself. Yeah, yeah. You see my budget with my grandkids? I don't have a driver. I am their driver. Listen, All right, quick wait. If, yeah, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. no please, please. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, listen, we just want to remind everybody that, unfortunately, because of COVID, we can't take your calls, which is a big part of the show, and uh, and we really do miss talking to you, but we're continuing to get more and more emails, so we want more of yours and yours. So go to daviscornergarage.com. You'll see a contact page, and then just send us in your email, and we'll try and get to them uh, for sometime next week. Okay, boys? Brian, have you been driving both of your cars, or do you leave them parked for any length of time? Uh, I leave one of them parked for you know, a couple of months at a time. I think one sat for about uh, two months, in fact. And and when you went to start it, what happened? Uh, well, it's a Honda. It fired right up. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, you were a lucky guy. I guess not a whole lot of parasitic draw on that one. But no, it no, is no, important. No. Yeah, but, but, but the first time you mash the brake, man, you hear lots of noise, I imagine. Oh, that's for sure. I mean, you could tell it, it did not like to be sitting for two months. That's for sure. Yeah, so that's the point I wanted to make here is if you, you know, if you're going to leave it parked for any length of time, try not to leave it for more than a week or two because the battery will go flat, your brakes will go all rusty, and you know, it, it's especially you know, you're not working, you don't got the money, so don't let that stuff deteriorate because it will only cost you more money in the long run. And uh, you know, even if I didn't tell you this, but even if you took the insurance off, just start it up, take it around the block a couple times. It's usually pretty good. And uh, and with that, Steve, I think we got to get out of here. Coming up next, we're going to talk to Andy Capadukakis from Leasebusters about new trending on leasing. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Okay, boys and girls, welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage, and before the hour is out, we're going to announce the winner of the CAA Plus membership. Well, we talked about new cars. We talked about some problems with brakes, but now we've got things about leasing. We're going to hand it over to Al. Over to you, buddy. We've got with us Andy Capitacacos of LeaseBusters.com. Uh, it's a great site for anybody who's looking to pick up a car from a lease or get rid of the car that they've been leasing. How you doing, Andy? Great, gentlemen. How are you? Thank you for inviting me to the show. You're all welcome anytime. Um, maybe you can explain to people that, you know, because I've had people through here, through here, the shop, and they go, I think I'm just going to give it back. Uh, not so easy, eh? 
No, no, you, you have to. You're still obligated to your contract. I mean, even with payment deferrals that some companies are offering. But the easiest and the least expensive way to get out of your lease is to use lease busters to find a new client to take over your existing liability. And uh, are people fussy in terms of what's left on a lease? I mean, do you find people want just the shorter term or, you know, does somebody have a chance of offing his car maybe that he's only had for six months? Um, We're finding that our short-term leases are so popular right now, especially Mm -hmm. when the... um, with this COVID pandemic, what's happening is a lot of people do not want to use uh, public transit as much anymore. And uh, a lot of commuters are taking over short-term leases or anything anywhere between 18 to 24 months on our website is so popular right now. So Uh, this may have been people that really never had a car before, you're saying? Some of them could be like that, yeah, that were just using public transit, but now they just, they don't want to go through that and be at risk so they want to drive their own vehicle now when they're doing a lease takeover like that let's say for example they like that car um is there always the provision to to buy it out or not necessarily if that has been a good car for them and they've enjoyed that car in their lease yeah they have the first right of refusal to pick up that vehicle from uh, the manufacturer afterwards yes and sometimes it's fantastic deals especially near the end of their terms brian Andy, uh, are you are you helping your customers interact? I mean, you know, some someone who's looking to take over a lease will probably want to see the car and check it out. So, are you providing them with any recommendations on on how someone who is getting out of a lease can you know show the car to someone who who wants to take over that lease? Yes, uh, actually, we are. We uh, first of all, we, we ask that the the clients do a greet and meet at the dealerships right now that they are open again. Um, that there is no test drives given until the new client is actually approved by the uh, OEM. And second of all, they can also do a quick uh, video of their car to send it to the new potential client uh, that is interested in taking it over without anyone doing any test drives or using anybody's vehicle at any time. Uh, that that is fantastic. Uh, as a, as a leasebusters customer myself, so I I happened to get rid of a lease um, a couple of years ago, and the process was exceptionally smooth. So how are um, how are customers now finding it today? You know, uh, dealing with the fact that there's you know no meetings and or or you know you're not really going to meet people. Are they uh, are they adopting to this this new style of of uh, lease takeovers? They are. They are. And uh, actually, it's, it's going very smooth in the sense of, too, that people are doing a lot of the legwork up front uh, via email or over the phone so they don't have to go and, and be exposed to anybody else. Um, and also using the dealer to use as a crutch for them to do a safety for their vehicle, perhaps, that make sure that everything is OK. So the, it is working out pretty well. And the process is getting streamlined as we're moving forward every month now with different requirements. Well, I'm glad that people are, in fact, still doing that because, uh, again, you know, because it's a lease takeover rather than a purchase, you know, safeties aren't part of it. And, uh, you know, if you're going to be assuming someone's lease and the responsibility for that vehicle, you kind of want to make sure that it's in pretty reliable shape. Exactly. Especially now that, you know what, people are a little bit weary of, you know, maybe mm-hmm. going meeting somebody somewhere that we always recommend that at the dealer level now. 
Sure. And then you got guys like Brian who beat the crap out of car. Who'd want oh. to take over his? My God. That's, that's not true, Al. I, I, I beat the crap out of race cars, not road cars. And did you see any particular brands right now that are, uh, that are moving more than other ones? Uh, honestly, guys, I see a couple of different uh, makes and models and brands. I see the Fords, the F-150s are just incredibly popular right now. And wow. on the flip side to that, I see the Jeep Grand Cherokee uh, incredibly popular right now with phenomenal leases. Uh, we have a few dealers that are putting those out right now uh, within our website as well. Well, I guess it's like Samit Kapoor was talking earlier that, you know, because the manufacturers have been down, uh, you know, not producing cars and people needing cars, they got to find them somewhere. That is correct. That You know, that is an issue that is going to come up and dealers are trying to sell more new cars now and lease them specifically so they can buy the trade-ins that are coming in from those people. Eh? That's what's mm -hmm. happening now a lot out there. Um, and we fall in perfectly into that because dealers are using us, too, on the website to uh, move some of their new car inventory. All right. Quickly, if, if you want to just explain to people, you know, I need out of my lease. How do I go about doing it? Contact leasebusters.com. We have a free evaluation for your lease. We have people waiting online and on the phones. 888 you can contact us or you can go on our chat line right on our homepage and you can see exactly what we have on inventory or how to get out of your lease. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Bye, gents. Okay, you're listening to Dave's Corner Garage and we'll be right back with some more, uh, answer some questions to your emails. Plus, we're going to get to uh, talking to Phil down pretty soon about the Yorkville Exotic Club. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back, everybody. We've got Elliot Silverstein. He's from CAA on the phone with us. He's going to talk to us about a new product that they've got. Um, of course, everybody knows about the roadside assistance. You know, if you're broke down, you press star 222 and one of those white knights come and get you. But you guys have also tailored a product that is very costly. And then all we ever hear about is insurance rates going up and up and up. But CAA has come up with a new product called MyPace. Elliot, thanks for joining us, and tell us a little bit about us. Thanks for having me. So, so really, uh, you know, what CAA did uh, back in 2018 is we actually launched CAA MyPace, and that is the first pay-as-you-go auto insurance program in Canada. And the design of this program was to put consumers first so that they have choice and control when it comes to their insurance. And, you know, really, you know, what, what it does is that it benefits low-mileage motorists because um, giving people the opportunity to monitor how much they drive uh, and pay for auto insurance based on that mileage. So again, most people are conditioned they pay based on what they, the annual amount is. But for people who may drive uh, less, but especially in, the, in these times where, where you know, we're in a very unique uh, time frame right now, um, it, it's causing people to rethink you know, some of their, some of their, um, their efforts. And, and you know, if your renewal is coming up and you're looking at options out there, it may be that the flexibility of a pay-as-you-go auto insurance product might be a solution for some people. Elliot? Is this how do you monitor it? You put in a plug into the car. 
so there, there is a device that you would install into your vehicle. Um, there is um, also an app that people can access to, to monitor pieces. And uh, it, the charges go in in 1,000-kilometer increments. So really, mm. you know, if, if, if you get things moving and you only drive 900 kilometers or 800 kilometers, you know, you'll get the notice you're going to get uh, billed shortly for the next 1,000. Um, but, it, you know, if you're only going to drive 100 or 200 kilometers, you're going to be sitting with that up to a thousand for that for that period of time. So really, you know, you know what we've seen is that um, you know this has been a popular product over the last couple of years, and, and you know as people are are looking at their expenses and they're looking at their situations right now, it, it provides um, you know drivers a little bit more control based on their current needs because in the short term driving behaviors have changed and uh, people are 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 putting front of mind of what their expenses are. Fascinating. So basically, you go to your website, which is the CAA. You go to CAASCO.com, which is the CAA South Central Ontario, and you will be able to go through the insurance page and be able to access all the information. Um, you can you can also uh, uh, call, call in for uh, for information as well. Um, but you know, really, you know, what this comes down to is it really is designed around the flexibility. I think that's where hopefully we're going to see um, you know some people. Uh, uh, explore this going forward because it may be a solution for some. Love it. That's great. And the the device, again, for somebody to plug in, can anybody do it for the most part or do you have to see a mechanic? Nope. You do it yourself. You just, you just plug it in. There'll be instructions on where to put it into your, your onboard dash and, uh, and it's a matter of just measuring it that way. So it's, uh, it's a relatively simple piece. There's instructions on how to go, go about that. Uh, but really, I think, you know, for those that are, that are looking for this type of a, uh, of a solution, it, it's a few minutes of time to uh, to try and uh, uh, save, save some money on your annual auto insurance cost. I was going to say, I have two vehicles in my personal name. The insurance went from 1300 and change to $2,500 each. I mean, that's a $2,000 plus increase. And I told them that I'm basically going to pull the insurance and, and go somewhere else. So I mean, I might be your second customer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and we 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 do know of people that that may look at this for, for for vehicles that that are not used on a regular basis. So that you know, again, for people perhaps that they're just not driving very much at all right now. But at the same time, if you have a secondary vehicle that that uh, does not come out very often, it may be that solution for you. So I think again, if people are are kind of looking at the 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 environment right now and saying, you know, what what do I need to look at? Um, if your renewal is coming up, maybe it is a consideration for you. And uh, to, to, to get an understanding of what the, the, the program entails, my pace entails, and maybe it is the flexibility that you're looking for in, in the short term. So they can get all the information they need on my pace on your website, correct? Yep. We do, yeah. We also have a website for my pace specifically, caamypace.com. So C-A-A-M-Y-P-A-C-E.com. Elliot, we want to thank you. I think it's a fantastic product. Um, it's director of government relations. That's going to keep you busy, but this is going to keep you busier. You know what? It, it's certainly, if, if we're able to try and use some of the core values of what CA is about to be there for our members, to be there to provide some support, that's uh, really what CA is known for over the last 115 years. And we look forward to continue, continue doing that for many, many more. Thank you. Tell say goodbye. Elliot, thanks again. You know, everybody's trying to endure this pandemic and we're doing our best. And certainly CAA is leading it when it comes to vehicle breakdowns and trying to help people out. Thanks again, Elliot. I'm sure uh, you're going to get a lot of attention because of it. Take care and have yourself a great weekend. Thank you. You as well. All right. want to thank Elliot Silverstein from the CAA for joining us, and we'll be right back.
Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We want to congratulate Ann McCoy, who is this week's winner of a CAA Plus membership. We want to thank the hundreds of people who entered and uh, go back and do it again. Go to Dave'sCornerGarage.com, and next week we'll announce another winner, courtesy of our partners at CAA. Over to you guys. One of my favorite things to do on Father's Day, because I am a city guy, is to go down to the Yorkville Exotic Car Show on Father's Day in Yorkville in Middle City. Phil Down is joining us on the phone. And Phil, this year, things have changed a little bit. So what are you guys doing? Well, Brian, let me tell you. Uh, you know, usually we would have 100,000 people, sponsors and spectator sponsors and exhibitors on, on the red carpet on Bloor Street. Obviously, in this era of COVID-19 and physical distancing and bad haircuts, we can't do that this year. So instead, what we're going to do to continue to support the Bloor Yorkville BIA and our other sponsors, we're having a Yorkville Exotic virtual car show. So we're doing it on Instagram Live. It's going to be 45 minutes on Father's Day, starting at 1 p.m., it's an Instagram live broadcast, so all our Instagram followers, and by the way, you're linking in with our other sponsors, Grand Touring, Chevrolet Canada, Fat Motorsports, Legendary. We're all linking our Instagram users together, so everybody shares, and we're going to be live for 45 minutes on Father's Day starting at 1 p.m. That is that is exceptionally cool. Now, what are you showing? So a virtual car show, what sort of things are you going to be able to show on Instagram Live? Well, we, we've actually got five short segments, and our handle is at Yorkville ECS, at Yorkville ECS for Exotic Car Show. That's our, that's our handle on Instagram. Anybody who logs on, first we're going to kick it off with Rick Kazmarek from the Bloor Yorkville BIA with two Aston Martins from Grand Touring Automobiles, one brand new one that's not been seen yet, and another vintage Aston Martin to keep with the theme of showing the evolution of the cars. And then we're going to racing icon, Ron Fellows, out at Canadian Tire Motorsports Park. And he's going to be walking us around with his son to keep in the theme of Father's Day with Chevrolet Canada's new mid-engine C8 Corvette. Then we're transitioning over to FAF Motorsports. Their president, Steve Bartolotti, is going to be showing us a $1.3 million Porsche 935 race car. Yes. This, is, this is a really, really special car. I don't, think, I don't think any of our listeners have ever seen anything like this. And just for this Porsche 935, I recommend tuning in on the 21st. It's, it's, it's an amazing full carbon fiber car built on a GT2 RS chassis. It's amazing. Is that, is that a full race car or is that a street legal car? No, that's full race car. There's only one in Canada. They've only built 77 of them. And it's, 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 it's a tribute to the Moby Dick, the 935s of the 78 and 79 era when they just dominated uh, racing. Oh, the big tail ones. Exactly, exactly. There you go. Yeah. And then we're going to have three real legends in one segment. Motoring TV star for 32 years, Jim Kenzie, is going to be walking us around legendary motor cars, Ferrari F50. And then we're going to wrap it up with Vajid Khan from Cars and Chai with a brand new Aventador SVJ. So that's going to be our 45-minute show. Uh, that sounds like a fantastic show. And Phil, I have to say, I just have to say, I've recently driven the Aventador SVJ, and that is a car. 
It's crazy. It's beautiful. Yeah. so beautiful. So beautiful. Absolutely. How much does that cost? 680,000 Canadian. <laughs> and if you've got any money left over after buying one of those, Phil, can we make a donation and where do we do it? Absolutely. We're going to have a link right on the Instagram page. It's right, right with our bottle. So at Yorkville ECS, there'll be a donate button right there. So after the show, anybody can just click on that button and make a small donation. You've always supported cancer, correct? We have. It's, but you know, we've always support for 10 years and you guys have been with us for all those 10 years. We've raised over 400,000. Of course, we're not going to match the 90,000 we raised last year. But we're going to try with, with Instagram and, and, and branch out to our social media challenges. So if we get 200 more, we could buy the Aventador. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, I'm certainly looking forward to tuning in. It's, you know, it's, it's a shame I can't roll down to, uh, to Yorkville to see what, uh, what you guys are doing. But this, is a, this looks like it's going to be a fantastic show on Instagram Live. And there are a couple of other ways that people can watch this if they don't have Instagram. They can, uh, they can install, if you use the Chrome browser, they can install an extension called Instagram Stories for Instagram. Is that correct? That is, that is correct. What, what, yeah, one of the kids walked me through it the other day. <laughs> 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 There's all kinds of ways you can do it, and the technology savvy can put it up on, 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 their, on their smart TVs and, and link to all kinds of different things to watch it. Okay, Phil, listen, thanks an awful lot for taking the time, and we wish you nothing but the success. And uh, maybe uh, the week after Father's Day, give us a call back and let us know how things went out. Thanks so much. Good luck, guys. Have a great Father's Day. Thank, thank you very you much, too. Phil. I want to thank Brian Max for taking the time today. Brian, um, if people want to get, get in contact with you, how do they do that? I'm all over the internet, and it's only I'm easy to find only because my name is so uh, uniquely spelled. My last name is M as in Mother, A-K-S-E. It's Brian Max everywhere on the internet, and uh, if you like fun videos, we've got a YouTube channel with hundreds of car reviews on it. Oh, great. And I want to thank Summit Kapoor from Young Steel's Ford for helping us out, and uh, Andy Capodacacos with some great information on how to get rid of that car if you want, or if you need one. You can get one that way, too. And, of course, uh, Elliot Silverstein. And, you know, they, they're, the CAA has done some great work over the years, and now they're helping our members, helping our, our listeners get a free membership. That's a great thing, eh, Steve? You got it. And we want to thank everybody for uh, taking the time to listen and also to enter the contest. And we'll see you next week on Dave's Corner Garage. Have a great weekend, everybody. Who cares about the clouds and where to get her? Just sing a song and bring the sunny way. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.